Hello, 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 and welcome to Tarot and Tiara. I am your hostess ghostess with the most S, Toronto small-time extra-large medium, Seance. And of course, joining me as always, the ravishing Ian Royer. Hi, I wish I could put back depth to my voice. Oh my gosh, you just wish that you were as masked as I am. I know, like <laughs> where is my inner demon? Yeah, I've got plenty. <laughs> I can, I can share. <laughs> Which one is your favorite one? Oh my gosh. I don't want to pick favorites because then the other ones will get jealous and destroy my body. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're, we're doing this according to protocol and we're only slightly late this time. So one week we'll get this done on time, but we're busy people, so. Yeah, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> no! You get... You will get my undesired opinion when you deserve it, and that's whenever it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're, we're in episode four, like we're tits in deep into this competition, and it's anybody's game. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're four episodes in already. I am loving every single week, and every week I'm excited to see more and more and more. I know, like, I, I go into the, to the week, like, excited for uh, Drag Race Canada. And then when All Stars was going on, I was just like, oh, it's this thing that I have to do. Yes. <laughs> it no longer sparks joy. Yeah. But Canada's Drag Race is, is, like, I'm excited every week to see what the fuck they're going to do to these girls. Yeah, exactly. All Stars was just so formulaic, even though they were like, oh, we, we did the biggest shakeup in her story. But it was like, it's not that different. Okay, it, like, it, it just changed this so the production wouldn't suck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> let's it's, be clear here no All Stars has worked. No All Stars format before this actually worked. Uh, season two would like to ask you a question. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was cute because Glasgow was on it, but it was just. Uh, I think like, it was I think it was one of the like stronger seasons to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Um and before we jump into Drag Race Canada, what like I'm so happy for Shay, but what a missed opportunity to steal the rose petal narrative. I was really hoping that she would pull her blue Sasha Valor-esque wig off and there would be blue petals falling and then she could have jumped to the beat with the way you make me feel, you know, like like <laughs> Like, such a missed opportunity, but uh, I'm so emotional. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. She looked great. And, um, oh, I totally lost my train of thought there for a second. Yep, I lost it. <laughs> Insert funny quote here. Wink. Yes. Uh, I would say, let's jump into it. So, um, episode four, it was really iconic, the beginning of this episode. <laughs> like... The Canadian pit crew for me. First of all, I've been dying for a Stacey McKenzie driven episode, and it, it it just ticks all of the boxes to me. I was so happy with uh, with just seeing her uh, on on camera. Yes, I absolutely love her. Um, the The whole episode was really great because it had uh, Stacey actually involved with all of the. Uh, participants of, of Canada's Drag Race to show that she's actually like worth her like weight in judging kind of thing. So like it showed that she 
was like she was worthy of being a judge because she knows what she's doing and the fact that she got to like share that with like the contestants was really really cool yeah i think so and i think we jumped ahead a little bit like uh seance can we talk about the iconic anastasia not leaving a fucking mirror message Uh, (laughs) that was so iconic she was like looks at her lipstick and is like I don't want to ruin this good lipstick. I'm out of here. <laughs> but I said what I had to say and bye, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. Like every week, the exits have been giving me so much life. And then to, I was like, boo, like this is a, this is a, this is a serve. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, and then uh, our mini challenge this week was. Dicks. It was all the dicks. It was all dicks. It was. <laughs> it was all bulges in little undies, and the sound effects were on point. Every time they pulled down their little shorts, it was like, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh every time. Um, and of, go- of course, all of the girls are incredibly thirsty. Priyanka's like, stop production, let me in on that. <laughs> and and one thing i really appreciated was the diversity it was nice to see people in the pit crew who weren't just white muscle boys you know like they had that that hot egyptian uh thick with two c's guy they had (laughs) a lot of representation and i was just living for it i was like i've never seen someone on the pit crew that kind of looks like me yeah it was really nice to see like like you said, like a more diverse uh, pit crew that aren't all just very similar. Um, there was the one like slightly thick guy, which was nice, uh, but the rest were all like thin, jacked. <laughs> yeah, but there was various colors and flavors, and it was like yeah. it was like skittles of the of the of the of the uh, of the pit crews. Uh, and I knew one of them my friend Eric Trim is uh is on it and Eric is so shy and so sweet that I was just like look at you go (laughs) (laughs) oh man I I think Jimbo stole the show again Jimbo is such a complete character that I live for for his moments I want to be friends with Jimbo I'm actively working on it, bitch. <laughs> I'm talking that bitch on Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just love their thought process. And yeah, they're like a total character and I am here for it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So Jimbo wins the challenge and then everyone kind of separates into three groups. And um, so Jimbo gets to to dish out the three different flavors of recyclables. We've got paper, we've got metal, and we've got plastic. And I love, uh, I love a good design challenge because this is where you get to see who's really done their homework for this show. Like it's so much, this this show has been around so long. Queens, queens who fail at this really haven't. Been watching. (laughs) Yeah, there's always at least one design challenge. And every time it's like, oh, I'm not a seamstress, but this is the first thing I've ever sewn. It's like, you know, this is coming. It's been what, like 12 seasons plus five all-star seasons plus two Thailand seasons plus one UK season plus now a Canadian season. Like, you know, it's coming. (laughs) 
<laughs> and honestly, design challenges are my favorite. I always love seeing like every like everyone else's thought process and like how they came up to that kind of solution and how they use the materials in like an interesting and unique way. Which and which material would you have wanted? Honestly, I would have rocked any three of those materials. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would have loved it if you went and you stole a piece from each. <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be amazing. I just do totally see the challenge on its head. I'll do it. I'll do it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. If I had to pick, um, I think plastic would be fun. I think they they had like the most like resembling fabric <laughs> in theirs. <laughs> And in my head, Bobby girl is running, and my head is like, it's fantastic. I'm just plastic. Is that the word? I'm Life like, oh, in plastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not a lip sync queen, okay? I'm a look queen. <laughs> look queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you think of the pairings? Did you think that it was shady or it was advantageous? Uh, the groups are great. I they kind of like choose chose their own kind of adventure here by like separating off together. I don't really think anyone benefited from being with anyone else. There's definitely like like some people are more creative ability than others. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it was really advantageous, and uh, I don't think we pulled a tarot card yet. So why don't you pull a card that talks oh about? Gosh. Pull a card and see which girl it represents. Oh my gosh, let's let's do some tarot ace ASMR. Yes. Wow. I'm pulling a card from my deck. <laughs> wow, it's the five of swords. <laughs> <laughs> so the five of swords, we see um, a card of self-sabotage, aggression, deception, lack of communication. Maybe a little bullying, maybe a little change, maybe a little defeat. And uh, I feel like this card kind of uh, represented Alona in this episode. She was yeah. kind of, um, she was kind of aggressive a bit with her like, her bullying towards Bovo and like revealing that she was like, she was part of like the cool girls in high school, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bit shady, and, and watching Priyanka call it out was so funny. Like, Priyanka yeah. is giving me also a lot. She's like the Jujube of this season. All of her confessionals are so good. Yeah, she's very much like the narrator of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of, uh, of, of what they were able to, like, what the directions that they were going in um, with their boxes? Um, I thought they all did quite a good job. I um, I was kind of thinking that the metal group, the House of Rest, would be um, a little bit lower than Maison Papier, just because I thought um, I thought theirs was a lot more simple than what the uh, the team paper had to do. Um, I thought they had like more. They kept on calling it like costumey and like avant-garde can be costumey and it's paper I don't know I I thought that the paper was like a little more intricate than what the metal group had to offer theirs was a lot more simple and like maybe they didn't use as much materials 
not to say that they weren't like interesting or compelling to look at. I've just heard a lot of very different opinions on this episode. Yeah, I mean, like, it's such a subjective thing. And I think everybody did well, and they did what they were capable of doing. I think the communication, though, is where they fell short. So I didn't have much problems with the design. What I had a problem with with the teams that didn't win was that they really didn't talk to each other enough. Or, or one person's voice muted the others, and it, and it fucked the design. Yeah, it's really hard to say because we don't see a lot of what happens. But they definitely highlight, highlighted um, Team Boraga, which was uh, Kira, uh, Bobo, and Rita Vega. Yes. Um, they really showed them working together and like having their like tender moments and uh, talking about their drag families. Yes. And Rita's like club kid past. And uh, I thought it was really funny that they showed pictures of Rita Vega's like past um, club kid looks and they they showed one of her and she was covered in hair and she had like hair glasses and everything. I'm like, and bitch, why didn't you do that for the hair challenge? That is exactly what I was going to say. It was like, you had like a whole hair look that you did before and you just came in with a big wig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good look, but it could have been hairier. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we saw them work together really well. And um, on the main stage, they looked really good. I really, really liked Bobo's look. I thought she should have won. I thought it was just slightly better than what Rita had to offer. And um, looking at Kiara's outfit, I was not that like enthralled with it at first, but the more I watched it, the more I really like appreciated uh, the whole thing. I really love like the saw, like shark tooth kind of fringe to the whole dress. Yeah, I think it was really well executed and very, very clever. Um, yeah. Except maybe... that she, she had this, like, flat chest moment, like she's done in, like, all of her silhouettes so far. <laughs> Triangle strap, open back. It's, it's like every outfit has looked like this so far. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should pull a card and see what the Tara says. Oh, my gosh. We're just doing all the swords tonight. We have... Wait, yeah, we have the Knight of Swords. And so the Knight of Swords tells us that there is big changes, opportunities, um, that someone might be a little impatient or impulsive, intellectual or a little rebellious and brave, perhaps. And uh, I feel like this card is really like speaking me about Bobo right now. Like she was... She's just being brave and talking about how her drag mother gave her her big start and um, it really helped her. And It's very touching to see the, the personality behind Bobo and where it came from. And also it was really nice to see her and Rita connect because we haven't really seen Rita mix with a girl so far. Yeah. Anyway, so let's jump right into to the final looks and the runway. Uh, I think Rita and Scarlett, Rita Bega, R Rita Bega. <laughs> Rita. <laughs> <laughs> what was the house name? Uh, oh, Boraga. Boraga. Oh, yes. Boraga. You said, um, I think Boraga nailed it. And I, I want to have them drawn as evolving Pokemon. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, Beauregard definitely uh, nailed it. There was no question that they were the winners of the challenge. Their looks were uh, well beyond everyone else's, really. I really like the styling with like all the spray paint and like this po post-apocalyptic kind of feel. It looked really good. All the accessories were really nice too. So who are your least favorite on the runway tonight? I, I actually hated uh, the Silver team except for Priyanka. <laughs> I, yeah, I also thought that they were just kind of lacking in the details that say the House Boraga had. They didn't really oh, have oh, as many... Um, or even House of People. Like, I loved Priyanka's because she looked like a model. She, Priyanka's outfit was well thought out, well designed. The Fascinator umbrella was great. Uh, yeah. But I found, <clears throat> like, yes, Boa did something that was quintessentially Boa, but, <laughs> like, it wasn't, it was a meh. And, and, and then, you know, like, I really didn't love Lemons. I think Lemons did nothing for her body honestly and it, it wasn't bad it was just meh you know yeah. yeah honestly when I saw the episode I thought that Boa and Lemon might be in trouble because I thought that theirs were less uh just well less thought out than a lot of the other ones like they didn't really transform the materials they just like they took it and then put it on themselves and uh, it kind of seemed like Priyanka kind of had like the mold for the group and then they kind of were like yeah yeah umbrellas let's do that <laughs> So it kind of it felt like an afterthought a bit. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, Maison Papier and uh, House Boraga, they both um, really worked together and like had a cohesive kind of idea and like lineup. And I, and I honestly didn't agree with the judges about the critique with uh, House Papier. I felt like it was three realized looks that worked cohesive. And I've had a, I have a lot of experience in fashion. So I worked in Fashion Week. Uh, as a publicist for many years in Trinidad, and I've worked for Miss Universe and all of that shit. I, I ran Caribbean's Next Top Model. Like, I know fashion. <laughs> and didn't think that they were fair to them. I think the looks were very well executed. I think that they shaped their body well. Uh, yes, it was costumey, but it's a fucking unconventional design challenge. What are you <laughs> supposed to get? You know? And I didn't think that they deserved to be in the bottom. Yeah, it was, I think it was just like a really close call between the two because they were kind of on par with kind of their like level of, like one was a little more colorful and cartoony and the other one was like trying to be a little more edgy and like fashion-y. And uh, they both had their like kind of strength and weaknesses and it was kind of like a toss up between who would be in the bottom. In design challenges, this one was so much better than the first one. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Everything was a serve. Yeah, they did a, they did a really good job. Yeah, so I have one more tarot card, and I think it applies to maybe um, how the judging went this week. We have the Ten of Swords, which is a pretty bad card. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best in tarot. No, it's, uh, it's kind of relating to betrayal and backstabbing, uh, failure, ruin, and curses. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Exhaustion, bottom, rock bottom, severing ties, etc. And I, I feel like it was kind of relates to the judging to me this week because they really went in. They really went in. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between judging and being unkind. And I feel like in particular, Volder Judge, he who shall not be named, Volder Judge. <laughs> is really taking it too far. Yeah, 
there is a difference between being like, oh, you should consider working on this more or like, here's where you're lacking and here's where you can improve instead of being like snarky and like smarmy about it. It's like, well, maybe you should try better next time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like bitch, why don't you take half a day and sew something and see what you fucking look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that I was be... a fan of his judging this week and um, I, I, I didn't agree with the two in the bottom. For me, uh, if anybody should have been in the bottom, it should have been Boa and Lemon. Um, and I I don't know, like, it's he's turning me off. He's the only thing I don't like about the franchise so far. Yeah. But um, uh, other than that, like, this was one of the most iconic lip syncs I've seen with Ilona and Tainomi. Yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. Um... Alona was very shook. She didn't want to, uh, she had a hard time like accepting that she had to go up against her friend, Tainomi. I mean, like at this point, they're all pretty much friends because us Canadians, we can't, we, it's just hard for us not to do that. <laughs> but yeah, she had a hard time getting into it. And uh, eventually she was convinced and we, we saw them both lip sync to a little Avril Lavigne. I love how Luna went from critical mass, full-on meltdown to, I'm going to turn this out. I was worried. Like, I love Alona, and I love her aesthetic and what she brings to the competition. But I was afraid that she was kimchi. And uh, I thought that, you know, if she ever ended up in a lip sync, she was going home. But boy, was I wrong. Yeah. But kimchi never had to lip sync. <laughs> I don't think she would have been able to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, they, they both did a good job. Um, I kind of thought that Tainomi did a better job, but that's just me. No, um, I lived for Ilona. Ilona gave me my full 90s punk rock, but pretty fantasy. And I, I like, I love Tainomi. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think it was her time. I don't think there was anywhere, anywhere else for Tainomi to go. I don't think if she got another chance, she would have done anything differently. Yeah, I, that's probably, like, what the judges were thinking, too. Yeah, like, I could see Alona putting a kick in her ass and really... St- and, and to be honest, Alona hasn't been bad. She's been very middle of the pack, but she has potential to really turn it. And I think Tainomi was just done. Like, this was her third time, and I don't think it would have been fair to send Alona home. Because Alona brought the energy that I needed for that lip sync. Yeah, definitely from, like, a visual standpoint, I feel like Alona has more looks saved up like Tainomi uh usually looks great but it's like fashion isn't her focus it's more on like performance and stuff like that and she's great at it but sometimes it doesn't translate to drag race the show because you can be a, a phenomenal drag performer in the real world and sometimes it just doesn't translate to drag race the show <coughs> uh, <laughs> rest in peace <laughs> but um, but also it goes the other way. You can be a really good reality show star for Drag Race the show and be not a great drag performer. George <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, you seem to uh, have a cough there. That's that's very peculiar. <laughs> it's not Miss Rona, I guarantee. <laughs> I do have a fever. I do have a fever. <laughs> yeah. So, like we said. Um, Rita was the winner of this this whole thing, and um, I didn't really agree with it. 
I thought she looked great, but I think Bobo was better. I may yeah, be biased, I, but... I, I agree with you, and it's not about being biased. It was a very, very close call. Yeah. But for me, it was the attention to detail that Scarlett did. Like, I can take that outfit and produce it into a garment. That is yeah. wearable and usable. Yeah, for sure. And, I, and Rita was lovely, but Rita is like one of those, it was like one of those Alexander McQueen pieces that you're just like, who the fuck is going to wear this after? <laughs> Rita. Rita is. <laughs> <laughs> you think she could put that shit back on her head, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, you know, props to her. It was such a close race for, for the win. Congrats to them both. But I love this episode. It was really, it gave me some good warm and fuzzies. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. I am very excited for things to come. Well, girl, I can't wait for fucking Snatch Game. Oh, my gosh. Next episode is the best episode of all Drag Race episodes like this, ever it's snatch really game you're gonna see who sinks and swims yes a, a skill that almost is never used in the real drag world <laughs> 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 but the most important one to be seen on television is in celebrity impersonation staying in <laughs> character doing improv being funny i think there are the jokes next episode as snatch game characters oh my gosh yes yeah, <laughs> who would I you be um i will be miss cleo <laughs> yes yes i would love that i honestly don't know i have so many so many like things i would love to be but maybe aren't like great ideas. <laughs> I think it would be really fun to be Divine because no one's ever done Divine as a Snatch Game character. And I think you could pull it off. Well, I think we have a week to kind of work out what uh, vocal interpretations of these uh, characters <laughs> are going to be. And I'm definitely going to do Miss Cleo. I'll be wearing a caftan, but you won't be able to see it. While <laughs> but I you'll be able to hear it. Yes. So I'm going to yeah. read next week. Yeah. Uh, should we try to get a special guest in? Ooh, yes. We'll have to, to wait and see who it is, but I think there might be one. <laughs> yes. So next week is going to be full of surprises with our guest, with Seance's Snatch Game, and with the girls' Snatch Game. And let us know who you're rooting for. Comment wherever you see this podcast. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's a wrap. We did it quick and dirty. Quick and dirty, just how I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Out of necessity. <laughs> I mean, it's Miss Rona. Just get in, get out, and go home. Yeah, just wear a mask and gloves. <laughs> I see Vancouver is, like, encouraging the use of glory holes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> if it works, it works. Let me tell you. Hey. <laughs> if the hole fits. If the hole fits. <laughs> Any hole is a goal. <laughs> well, you have a great night, Seance. And we'll see you guys next week on Taro and Tiara. Huzzah! <laughs>